Hello and welcome to day 21 of the Lockdown Diaries with me, Chris Carl. A podcast all about being in lockdown in Spain. I think we're on day 22 in Spain. We've got another, well, three weeks to go at least. We're going to be here until the end of April. So this podcast is just aimed to entertain, amuse and educate a little bit, I hope, with some fun facts and tips to get you through the lockdown. And we're going to start with this day in history. It is the 5th of April, April the 5th, 2020. So what happened on this particular day? in history. Well, singer, sensation and rock god Elvis the Pelvis, Elvis Presley recorded his debut single That's All Right in 1954. He paid $4 to record it and the rest, as they say, is history. Elvis recorded more than 600 songs and didn't write a single one of them, but didn't seem to matter. He went on to be an absolute legend, of course. For those of you who don't know who Elvis is, and there will be some, it was a long time ago, he was a big, big singer. He started off the whole pop genre, really, in many ways. And if it wasn't for him, Justin Bieber wouldn't be about. So, swings and roundabouts. A couple of fun facts about Elvis. Apart from he never wrote a single song, uh, he had a contract that he had to live up to, contractual obligation. Uh, so, he released an album called Having Fun with Elvis on Stage. Mmm. Uh, it was released in 1974. Uh, he hadn't got any songs for it, so it's just him chatting between songs on stage during a concert. Not a single song. Obviously, it was ripped apart by the critics. Well, because there was no music on it, obviously. Uh, but Elvis Presley, a legend, of course, recorded his first song on this day in 1954. This isn't exactly a this time in history. This one is a this time in the future, but it's going to happen. On this day, the 5th of April in 2063, Earth's first contact with the extraterrestrial Vulcan species will appear. And that is, of course, in Star Trek. So, on this day in the future, 5th of April, 2063, we make contact with the Vulcans. Of course we do. Famous birthdays today, Pharrell Williams. He's happy, I hope, keeping us happy with his songs. The American music producer was born in Virginia Beach, Virginia, on this day. Another birthday today, Agnita Folskog. Agnita Folskog was born on this day in 1950 and, of course, Agnita was born in Sweden. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the name of the town. It wouldn't do it justice. But Agnita was born in 1950 in Sweden. She, of course, was one of the four singers of the singing Swedish sensations ABBA. Now, of course, they had a big hit with Money, 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 which quite nicely and a bit tenuously leads me on to my next little story. There is a lot of conflict going on regarding footballers' earnings in the United Kingdom. Footballers, soccer players, to the rest of you around the world, football players have been asked to take a 30% wage cut in order to keep the industry going while it is on this sabbatical, I suppose. While football is not taking place, of course, football clubs cannot make any money. So footballers have been asked to take a 30% pay cut so that the money would go to keeping the clubs going and making sure that the backroom staff, the people who don't earn the big money, are paid. Now, of course, footballers in the United Kingdom, footballers in the Premier League in England especially, get paid enormous and inordinate amounts of money. However, it can range from anything from a few thousand pounds a week to two to three hundred thousand pounds a week. Three hundred thousand pounds a week and more some footballers are earning, so 30% doesn't seem like a lot to us, does it? However, the row has rumbled on a little bit. Certain players like Wayne Rooney, England legend and former captain, who now plays in the Championship, has said that it does seem a little bit unfair that footballers are being picked out to be scapegoats. And Gary Lineker, also a legend and former England captain and our TV presenter, and a very good one as well, Gary Lineker has said, if you're going to ask footballers to take a 30% pay cut because they're paid so much money, why aren't you asking all rich people to do it? Captains of industry, bankers, all those people who are earning a lot more even than footballers, why aren't they being told to take a 30% wage cut while footballers are actually being forced to do it? And I kind of agree with that. Why are footballers being pointed out 
that. It's because they're in the news all the time. They are the new rock and roll. They are celebrities. And so their earnings are obviously in the public mind all the time. But if they're taking 30% wage cut from their £200,000 a week or £4,000 a week, as one Tottenham player earns, for example, but if they're generally they're earning 50000 and upwards per week, if they're asking to lose 30% of that so that the club can pay the rest of the staff, why aren't bankers and venture capitalists and owners of retail outlets, why aren't they all being asked to take a wage cut as well to pay for their staff? So that's the row going on in football. I tend to agree with Gary Lineker. Let's, if you're going to cut footballers' wages, cut all rich people's wages. All right, let's move on because we're getting a little bit serious here. And that is not my style. So let's have a look at some phobias. I've done funny phobias on this show before and people have found it to be very amusing. Thank you for your comments. I am now going to give you some rather funny phobias. Now bear with me. I might have to take a deep breath for this one. But hippopotamonostroses quipedeliaphobia. Hippopotamonostroses quipedeliaphobia. Hippopotamonostroses, yes. That is one of the longest words in the English dictionary. However, in an ironic twist, I suppose, hippopotam... You've got your heard it the first time. Hippo blah blah blah. Hippopotamonostroses, but quicker, 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 quicker. Is the fear of long words. That is just cruel. That is just cruel and rather beautifully ironic. Other phobias that might make you chuckle? Not if you've got them, of course. Procrastinationophobia. Procrastinationophobia is... Oh, I'll tell you about that one later. <laughs> Procrastinationophobia might work that out. Electorophobia. Electorophobia is an intense, and it is a very intense, fear of chickens. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z, phobia is the fear of a missing letter. No, I made that one up. That's not real. Malus domesticophobia. Malus domesticophobia is the fear of apples. People are frightened not only by the appearance of apples, but the very mention of them. And finally, for today at least, my final funny phobia of the day, euphobia, the fear of good news. Euphobia, the fear of good news. All right, time for a quick look at what celebrities, celebs, what are they doing during lockdown? Well, George Bowie, the international DJ, of course, brilliant, uh, hasn't let social distancing get in the way of him doing a gig or two. For the past two weekends, he's been banging out the tunes for his neighbours, listening on Clyde. Listening on Clyde 1 in Glasgow, he's been blasting out bangers from his balcony. Uh, Hundreds of thousands of fans as well on Facebook. He does a Facebook live stream. You can look for George Bowie on Facebook. And Liam Gallagher, bad boy of the 90s, former Oasis frontman. He's been busy he's released a series of videos of him washing his hands to the tunes to the tune of some of his bigger hits and he's rewritten them to kind of involve washing hands he's uh, released wonder wash Sonic, and champagne Sopanova. he's 47 is liam garriger not stopped him though he said wash your hands here and then a bad word um, he did ask his brother noel to reunite to do a, a fundraiser for the nhs but noel ignored it however you can check out liam gallagher the Britpop hero washing his hands all right Time for my binge-watching recommendation for today. I did mention I would run this by you on a previous podcast. So let's have a little quick look at Arrested Development. It's a sitcom. It stars Jason Bateman. Wow. Portia de Rossi, Will Arnett, Michael Serra, David Cross, who was in a previous recommendation of mine, The Increasingly Poor Decisions of Todd Margaret. David Cross is also in it. It's narrated by Ron Howard, now director and former and formerly of Happy Days sitcom many, many years ago. The series 
series follows the formerly super rich and very dysfunctional family, The Bluffs. So many of these sitcoms do seem to feature dysfunctional families, something for everyone. George Bluff Sr. is the patriarch of the wealthy family. He's the founder and CEO of The Bluff Company, which, which markets mini mansions and many other things. His son, Michael, is the manager. He gets passed over prom- for promotion and leaves the company. But just as he decides to make a new life for himself away from his nutty family, his father is arrested for, for defrauding investors and gross misspending of the company's money. Could happen, based on a true story, I'm sure. His wife becomes a CEO and names as the new president her very sheltered and rather strange son, Buster, who's completely ill-equipped, has no experience in business. You can imagine what happens. It all goes completely wrong. Throughout the series, different characters struggle to change their identities. Buster w- tries to get away from his mum's control. There are lots of plot twists and strange turns. It's hilariously funny. There's lots of running gags, so you can't really miss an episode. And even Henry Winkler, who was, of course, the Fonz in Happy Days, makes several appearances. He's a bumbling lawyer called Barry Zuckercorn. It is hilarious. Jeffrey Tambor is brilliant as Oscar Bluff. Henry Winkler is superb, of course. Lisa Minnelli is in it. There are lots of famous faces appear. Uh, you do have to concentrate. It is very, very complicated. The twists and turns and the very, very strange members of the family. Arrested Development really needs to be seen. I do recommend it very, very highly. There are 84 episodes over five season so as I always say there is plenty to go at the producer was Ron Howard he's actually appears in it as later on as well as being a narrator it is superb do check out please Arrested Development alright time for a quick game for you to play at home it's sort of based on a drama game I do when I'm teaching all you got to do is set up two chairs a little way apart from each other and you tell the participants the members of the family or the people you're in lockdown with that one chair represents strongly agree the other represents strongly disagree And then you tell them that uh, you're going to make a series of statements. They've got to stand depending on what they feel about the subject. So if they have no opinion, they stand halfway between the chairs. If they slightly agree, they stand slightly nearer the agree chair. If they completely agree, they stand right by it. And the the same for disagree, obviously. So, for example, you could say cats are better than dogs. And if they prefer cats, they agree with you. They stand by the agree chair. If they think they don't really care either way, they stand in the middle and so on. Once you've done the statement, cats are better than dogs or hot food is better than cold whatever it is oranges are better than apples don't make it too controversial we don't want any arguments but do because we are locked up together but once they've done that you get each one to justify their decision and to like a debate and argue their point each person gets a, a, a minute or less just to explain why they think cats are better than dogs or whatever it might have been everybody has to listen very carefully you allow a little bit of debate and then you get people to vote again based on what they've heard from the other people people may change their minds and then once you've done that a couple of times with different subjects you then get them to choose a subject and make a little a little scene, a little story out of it. Then they can either write a story or act one out. That's my drama game for today. Now, quickly, it is time to move on to The Punisher. Carlos White is The Punisher, and he's doing a special feature on the Lockdown Diaries Facebook page. It starts at 10 past 8 every evening. You just have to go to the Lockdown Diaries Facebook page. There will be a post from Carlos White. I'm letting him take over the page for an hour. The idea is you put a word in a comment. Could be anything. Potato, door, house, existentialism, anything you like and then Carlos has got a minute to come up with a pun that involves that topic or that word or uses that word in the pun. That's every evening at 10 past 8 Central European time here in Spain that's 10 past 7 in the UK. I don't know where it is in the rest of the world you'll have to check your watches and then uh, you get to challenge the Punisher but Carlos's pun for today is the past the present and the future all walked into a bar. It was tense. (laughs) Very good Carlos thank you very much once again and uh, Carlos will be
be back tomorrow with another pun, but he's there on the Lockdown Diaries Facebook page every evening, as I said. Do join him. And you can join me every Saturday afternoon between 2pm and 6pm Central European time and 8am and 10am on Sundays on 93.6 Global Radio, local radio station here on the Costa del Sol. You can find that online, www.global.fm. They also have up-to-date and accurate information about the virus and a lot of more interesting and fun stuff to do as well. So do join me on Saturday afternoons and Sunday mornings. I'll be bringing you some great feel-good music, some tips and games and laughs as well. And do join me on my Facebook page, The Lockdown Diaries, or search for me personally, Chris Carl, K-A-R-L-E, and I'll have a little chat with you if you want a little chat, but do let me know what you think of the show. That's all I've got time for. Thank you so much for listening to the hundreds and hundreds of people every day who listen to this around the world. It makes me very humble and it does give me a good excuse to talk to myself every day. In the meantime, all you've got to do is stay positive. Keep being positive. We're going to get through this. By the time the summer comes around, we'll be breathing fresh air that we've made for the universe and for the earth by staying indoors for so long. We'll be breathing fresh air, having a nice coffee sat outside, seeing our friends and thinking how lucky we are and being so grateful to be able to do such mundane and ordinary things. And hopefully we will beat this virus. In the meantime, keep listening to this podcast for a few tips and laughs. Keep positive. Keep giving me your ideas as well. Keep being grateful to the workers in the shops and the medical teams and all that kind of thing. And do please stay indoors, stay at home. If we do it right, we'll get through it and we'll get through it quicker. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. Bye.